Hello everyone, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, it's today I'm back, another week, another episode of our amazing podcast. Amazing, I just call this amazing. Okay, okay, I should be humble. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing, okay. It's amazing, we can christen ourselves that. Uh, yeah, yeah, finally. Uh, anyway, uh, please note that this particular Clubhouse room is being recorded, so if at some point you decide to join us here on stage and you share some thoughts with us or ask a question, uh, please uh, just be aware that you will give us permission to record whatever you would like to say. So here's that. Uh, here's how our show is going to go. We will be on air for approximately 60 minutes. We will start with uh, the overview, uh, overview uh, of the news of the week. Uh, and it has been a, quite an intense week, uh, and we're going to talk about it in a little bit. And we actually have not one, but two guests today. We have our lovely Charlie here, who uh, graced us with his presence. Finally, thank you so much, Charlie. And we have uh, our boy Nigel here, who's not only one of the hosts today, but a little bit of a guest too. So we're going to talk to him in a little bit too. And of course, here are Beds Today boys. We have Andrew SG. We have Nick and the who's the guy who writes, I think, almost everything for Beds Today. So if you read anything, it's something that Nick wrote 100%. And of course, we have lovely Jordan, who's helping me and Nigel co-host this podcast. And again, I already mentioned Nigel, but he's not just our guest, but he's also a very, very smart guy who talks the smart stuff here. So yeah, Nigel is one of those people. Okay, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff to cover tonight, so we'll probably just dive in into our news blog. So, Nigel, what do you want to talk about first? Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, it, last week, busy week. Um, so, mostly going to talk about platform changes and then a couple of uh, really interesting new users. Um, so, probably the biggest news item is fully open source. So, uh, what does that mean? It means every line of code of BitClub today. Um, you can go and view yourself. Um, a lot of it was, a lot of it already was open, uh, but they just basically opened everything up in the last week. The other thing that's interesting is not only is it open source, um, you can actually contribute to the code base. And some of our development team at Flick uh, have done some work on BitCloud.identity um, and, uh, and submitted that. And those submissions have been accepted uh, and so you were seeing this, you know, one of the big criticisms about BitCloud up front was that it was, a, you know, it wasn't an open source, it wasn't decentralized. And what we're seeing is the nodes have now been distributed, the, the code base has now been open sourced. And so those criticisms have been addressed. So last week was very significant. With that, we also saw some notable new users, and we'll come on to them later, but we basically were saying we want to see this as an open source project. and. Uh, so Balaji's uh, obviously former CTO of Coinbase, now with Andreessen, Fred Wilson of USV, notably seed investor in Twitter, uh, both both joined last week, uh, and I think that was very much connected to the to the platform going open source. I don't know has anyone has anyone uh, I I don't suppose anyone's made submissions, but has anyone sort of dived in or looked at the at, at the code? Is that something been of interest? That is, uh, 
I have no business looking at any code, <laughs> um, but it, it definitely was um, significant to see that um, drop. I, I saw that Maybean had uh, posted the day before, you know, it said like about tomorrow, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Um, what, one, and then, one... then proceeded to give admin keys out to every user. <laughs> yes, yes. That was the and other that... thing that happened that day. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we could get to that in a second. But really yeah. quick on, on what you uh, – one thing that you said, Nigel, and forgive my ignorance here, but mm-hmm. um, with the contributing, um, like you said, being able to contribute to the code, mm-hmm. how how does that work? Is it does it um, do you submit something and it comes down to a vote, or is it just diamond hands and maybe that are allowed to accept it? Or yeah, how does that work? So th- that's that's the part that's not really decentralized yet. So uh, our team did a piece of work on, and particularly how identity works with mobile and so we made a proposal and then our guys coded it they submitted it and then i think it was maybe accepted it into the code base um so that's you know that's how it's working today like most open source projects are going to have a central core of people um but and and so that's going to be true but i think in future you want to move more to a governance model where particularly any significant changes that then it goes out on a vote or sort of a node vote. That doesn't exist today. Gotcha. Uh, Talking about, you know, looking into the code, I'm not a coder myself. I actually asked a friend who is a coder to look into it. And the thing is, my friend, he's not on BitCloud and he's not really interested in the platform right now, but he did take a look. And he was like, oh, this is interesting. So you can actually, you know, build, basically build your own stuff. You're, mm-hmm. you know, given instruments and so on. But his question to me was, uh, he just said, oh, I don't really understand what, why is it important to just uh, have this ability to build your own stuff, like all those nodes. Yeah, it's cool that you, you can do it. But what's the point exactly? So uh, how, how would, I, would I explain to someone who's not on BitCloud what, what would you use this code for? Uh, well, there's a couple of, a, a few things there. Like the first thing about being an open source project is um, anyone can contribute to what the core code base is. Um, and so this moves forward from being a project. Like uh, the core development team today has eight members. Um, and so the basically they're moving to open source means that it can move from eight members to 80 members to 800 members. That's probably the most significant part to it. There's other factors there, which is, you know, knowing the code base actually means that there's ways in which you can understand how to extend it um, and build applications on top of it. And then there's probably a third reason, which is, which you will see at some point, somebody will probably try and hard fork it and uh, produce a competing one. But the most interesting one I think is the first, the first reason. Awesome. I th- I think it would be cool to just spend a, a quick second and, and talk about the the admin permission <laughs> debacle. I don't know if anybody um, was online when that happened. I happened yeah, to be, yeah. and it was uh, probably the wildest thirty minutes um, I've seen, um, which is saying something considering this this whole experience the last couple months has kind of been like the wild west. But I saw someone you know pinned uh, a post that just said poo to global and, um, <laughs> you know just a bunch of nonsense 
I uh, I found out about it from at 100 in the Clouded Ones Discord, and it just got like so off the rails so fast. Everybody was pinning posts, whitelisting themselves. Like, I'm I'm pretty confident half the people, at least half the people that whitelisted themselves, are still whitelisted. So I'm curious on what does come of it, but it was pretty chaotic for like 30 minutes. So did you actually see admin access? Was was that visible? Yeah, I, I right. saw it. It, it. it was right underneath, you know, just on, on the left sidebar where you see the notifications, messages. Mm-hmm. There was just one on, on everybody's, uh, everyone had access. It just said admin and you could go <laughs> in and, and you could pin things to global. You could whitelist or blacklist accounts. Uh, you could change the top um, 10 creators. Um, yeah, a number of stuff. And And I don't know exactly how that happened or, or if they did some sort of rollback to, to resolve it, but mm-hmm. it was, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Like the key thing to note is that it's a, this is a bitcloud.com thing that where the screw up was not a protocol thing. So basically they ended up giving access to something that they shouldn't have given access to. I'm just surprised. The thing to just note there, like whitelist and blacklisting is not something that's in the protocol. That's just in bitcloud.com and their node, how they're sort of running content here. Gotcha. Uh, guys, have you explored any of the nodes? Because I personally have been to two of them. Uh, you probably went to the same, but if there's anything interesting, just let me know because I'm, I think I probably missed some. Because the, the one I got into pretty fast was uh, Daniel's, uh, oh my God, his uh, handle handle is uh, D, uh, it's either D Jesus or D Jesus. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm so sorry. Uh, and a lot of the most because he basically verified all of us very quickly. So I was just very grateful. Uh, and there was another one where uh, they built like the whole thing in the dark mode. I forgot who it was, but uh, have you tried those and have you tried anything else besides that? Yeah, I've, I've checked out probably the same two that you have and um, I like them. They're fun. It's kind of cool to see. It was cool to see them actually go live once all of the code was open sourced. Um, there wasn't like a massive amount of stuff on them that was different from BitCloud.com in my experience. But one interesting thing was while there was that huge outage where everyone had admin access to bitcloud.com. Those were almost like safe havens where you could go and things were still mm-hmm. kind of working uh, reasonably properly. So that's an interesting use case of like, if anything were to happen to bitcloud.com, like pretty preliminary and specific use case for other nodes, but they are out there where you can then go and still post and things are kind of still behaving. So I thought that was kind of interesting to see that happen all in one. Got it. Um, okay, so uh, we can we can get back to this topic, mm-hmm. maybe even next week, just because I'm pretty sure something's going to happen again. Every week, yeah. something just happens. So <laughs> inevitable. Well, there, there is one that was was signposted, and it happened at the same, pretty much the same time as them going open source. I think it's worth discussing because it is something that's probably going to happen very soon. Um, so released about just about that time was the code for a change to the protocol, and it was signposted as the deflation bomb. Uh, I don't know when everyone saw it. And basically, when you read into it, what the deflation bomb is, is effectively, if it was deployed, primary sale of BitCloud would end. So at the moment, we can turn up at BitCloud.com, 
we can send it some Bitcoin and we can buy BitCloud. If that chain goes in, um, then you would no longer be able to do that. Now, why would they want that to happen? From what I have learned is uh, they obviously want to get listed on exchanges. Um, and there's actually some concern that there's a lot of sort of early on holding people who've seen a lot of return and they they want, don't want to have two prices for BitCloud. They don't want to have a primary price and an exchange price. And so the way they fix that is they stop selling at the primary level. They actually, what I've heard is that they might just, uh, they might just lock it up for sort of one to two weeks. There's no way to buy. And then one to two weeks later, it gets listed in an exchange where you can buy, but it's on a secondary market. The total number of Bit, uh, BitCloud that's going to be minted will be capped at this 1.5 or sorry, 10.5 million uh, that is currently in circulation. So that's the deflation ball. So it'll, so no more would be minted. Correct. Some will still be mined. I think it's about half a million that can still be mined over the next few years, but there will be no more primary buying from Bitcoin. Wow. So, I mean, so, I mean, that obviously has some pretty profound implications to the, the price. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and the BitCloud price has implications to the creator coin price. So it's going to be very interesting Correct. to see what happens as soon as, that yeah, all goes down. So, so I would say, like, and I've been pretty active in OTC, so like buying on secondary. And I would say, despite Bitcoin dropping, dry, dropping quite dramatically over the last couple of weeks, uh, Bitcoin prices stayed pretty static at about $100. Um, it's been about $100 for, I would say, about three weeks, even though Bitcoin is probably down 25% over that period. Okay, interesting. Uh, oh, Nick. Want... Yeah, I was just going to add that I, I feel like this has been <laughs> kind of like one of my rallying cries. I see people talking about the price that's listed on BitCloud.com a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look, the price went up. And even though Bitcoin went down and all that, and I feel like people are reading into that too much. Like the real economic rate is the one that, like yourself, Nigel, you'd actually be able to transact at on an OTC mm -hmm. exchange. I mean, this will change one once actual like decentralized exchanges come online. But if you were to pay attention to a single rate, it would really be like, okay, what could I actually go sell my BitCloud at? Which to your point has been pretty stable at around a hundred. So the good news is it is stable and it hasn't been cratering the way other cryptocurrencies have. The bad news is it's kind of at a 40 or 50% discount to what people kind of think that the actual uh, price is. So a little bit of. Yeah. In fact, I'm seeing a couple of sale, sale orders right now at $88 and I've, I've never seen it as low as that. So that's actually a surprise. I don't know why that is. Okay, well, we, we will see how it goes because uh, as, as someone who doesn't understand anything about this, I was <laughs> a little bit worried because, uh, you know, I went uh, on Coinbase and I bought some dip. And, you know, everything is, you know, unstable. And we, we were talking about all of this. And I'm like, okay, I just, I just, you know, uh, I just going to have this like leap of faith and, and see how everything goes on BitCloud and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, Bitcoin and altcoins in general. Because uh, it's, it's been an intense week. So. Well, the, the exciting thing, I think, you know, the simple thesis around BitCloud is if you believe that, uh, 
if you believe the community is going to get stronger and continue to grow um, and there's more applications going to be built on top and if you believe in it Bitcoin is going to go up and particularly now that they've taken off primary bonding Bitcoin, the value of Bitcoin should soar um, the, the, one of the challenges of primary bonding is even if demand went up it went up at a fixed rate now when the total circulation is fixed it, it you could really see valuation go up much faster so that's kind of the, the bull case on it it's very much dependent on what how you believe the actual underlying of the, the usage of the underlying protocol is oh i see yeah that's interesting yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes um nigel my mm -hmm. favorite my favorite irishman <laughs> let's walk into a bar <gasps> Oh, the sidebar. Oh, sorry. The sidebar. Yeah. So, yeah. So, late last week, uh, quite an interesting change, probably like long overdue. Uh, we basically had, you know, the right hand rail had like a bunch of people who are not on the platform, may never join the platform, like Elon Musk. Um, and so it was a very welcome change that they twitched it to uh, top daily gainers, uh, top daily diamond diamonded creators i guess those are the ones that have been gifted the most and then top community projects so i thought that was great they also were working with bitcoin pulse and bit hunt uh, to source the data um it does open it up to be a little bit gamed like i have seen at least one scam on this um but i, I think in general it's like a welcome change i mean i know i, I love it I, I like it a lot better and this is i mean Spoil alert for, for what's going to come later in our interview with Charlie, but um, I think that this was, um, I think that it's not perfect, but there's definitely, um, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. I've seen some of it, you know, being gamed as well from the top daily gainers, even the, the most diamonded, um, you know, people just sending or diamonding other accounts from their other accounts. Mm. Um just to get up and listed. Um, but yeah, and I especially liked how they worked with the third party projects uh, for this. I think that that was a cool uh, kind of a grassroots community um, move. Um, and I liked that a lot. Uh, so yeah, I love it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be interesting to see some of the, some of the ones in top daily gainers, because that's one that's going to have the most profile. Yeah. Uh, by the way, have you guys tried that extension that allows you to write more than 280 characters? Because everyone has been using that one, but I haven't tried it yet because I'm a little, a little bit scared. Yeah. I mean, I've, I started using it today. It's, I think it's called BitCloud Plus, I believe, by Paul Burke. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty slick. Uh, it's just a Chrome extension. Uh, it, it gives you a number of things, you know, it gives you dark mode. It adds your coin price uh, to the top right hand uh, corner by, by your BitClout balance and, and the BitClout price. Um, it allows you, it gives you a thousand characters, which is pretty cool. Um, and one or two other things. Um, let's see. It also shows like the number of BitClout next to your coin price. Um, and it shows the founder reward percentage right on all the profiles. It gives you a sell button on each profile, which I think is huge. Um, it's been frustrating to have to go to your wallet to, to sell. Um, 
I mean, I, you know, I just started playing around with it and, and it seems, seems pretty cool, but it's just been, I don't know, maybe an hour. I don't know if anyone else has tried it. Uh, I can, um, I can point towards some uh, uh, of Paul Buck's kind of credibility. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about, um, about the extension now. It, it's on the Google Chrome store. Um, so it has gone through some um, verification with Google. Um, I, I was using it from the very first iteration. I've worked with um, Paul Buck quite closely on a feedback loop with it. Um, and he uh, he's probably one of the most trusted members of the BitCloud community. So I, I, I would um, I would say go for it, try it out because it's it's he has created something that actually makes BitCloud more usable. Um, as soon as you start using it, you'll start noticing it. Um, even if it's just dark mode, uh, that's that was built in very early on. And yeah, the sell button certain metrics that you see that you, you don't usually see on, on BitCloud that are helpful. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's, he's always been very straightforward in terms of the security measures he's put in place with regards to your um, key phrase and stuff like that. So uh, I would go for it. Uh, are they asking for a seed phrase or not? No, it's no. just a, it's just a, a Chrome extension. So it really just adds, you know, it, it just makes uh, the interface a little bit better, right? It, it just shows you um, numbers and, and metrics and things that are, are already available and, and things that you could already do, like sell coins, and it just puts them in, um, brings them to the surface. So... Yeah, it doesn't ask for your seed phrase. Okay, awesome. Okay, now I'm going to try it. Finally, thank you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, I would like to talk about an app by a person we really trust, but we will get to it in a little bit. So let's talk about new users because we had some big names joining the platform. Yes, we had two, we had more than two notable ones too. I wanted to pull out. Um, so uh, Balajis, uh, who is, uh, was former CTO of Coinbase, is now a partner at um, Andreessen, prolific Twitter user. Um, and actually from very early on, uh, very like prior to BitCloud supported the idea of decentralized media. Um, I'm pretty certain he's an investor, personal investor. Like he has bought uh, Bitcoin coin from early on, uh, but it only activated his account in the last week and has remained very active, uh, which is great and just like good account to follow. And then the second one is uh, Fred Wilson. Uh, if you don't know Fred Wilson, he is a partner at USV, Union Square Ventures in New York. He was one of the very first investors in Twitter. Um, he's, he writes a very popular blog called, is it AVC? Uh, I think it's avc.com actually, uh, which I've read for years. Um, very thoughtful, he wrote a very thoughtful post about Twitter, about uh, BitCloud, uh, very notable coming from a seed investor in Twitter. Um, only disappointment there is he has got exactly one post, uh, which I think was about a week ago and hasn't really posted since. So that's a little bit of a disappointment, but certainly getting him and uh, and Balaji on uh, the clutch, pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think one more. I, I mean, I, I think that does nothing but help the credibility of the platform, which is exciting to see. I know it seems as though a lot of people have been waiting for um, a bit clout to, to pass certain steps or, or thresholds or barriers um, before they decide to come on. And I think the decentralization was a, a huge one. Another um, account or, or creator that hopped on um, kind of in a, a different bucket than those first two, um, but still um, has quite a, a following and influences uh, Jack Butcher. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, he, he has his Twitter account who, you know, has tons of followers as well as his visualized value account. He's a very prominent designer and, um, you know, he's jumped on and he, he wrote a, he's been active, you know, um, and he wrote a message on his Twitter saying, Hey, I'm, I'm going to be over at BitClout, you know, uh, for a while posting there instead of here. So, uh, find me over there, which was really cool. He also lost an account on Twitter. I don't know if it was his main one or a different one. So, and I think he's been pretty active talking about the need for like a decentralized Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he definitely has. And I think it's kind of a perfect fit for him. Yeah, his account, one of his accounts got suspended. Admittedly, mm -hmm. um, I haven't been on Twitter much in the last couple months since I, I kind of went all in on, on BitCloud. Um but I remember seeing a, a screenshot about it. I don't know if it was his visualized value account or his personal account. And I don't know if it's still suspended or not, but I think it's worth looking into. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know if any celebs are, go uh, are gonna join anytime soon, but you know, uh, this like this past two months of BitCloud showed that uh, real real life celebrities don't value as much it's more about you know actual creators on the platform or big names in the crypto industry i'd say which which we have seen with uh those uh, guys we just talked about so i personally I'm, I'm really curious to see where this is gonna go because uh since uh we're we're getting to a point where the platform is uh uh, I don't. I don't think if I should even call it the platform anymore if it's getting decentralized completely. But uh, it, it, just really curious to see, you know, from my non-technical standpoint, you know, point of view. Uh, okay, I think it's time to talk about the app we have all tried, and then talk to our lovely guests. And I will let. Jordan, Sandra Rose, Dirty Milk, take it over from here. So, Jordan. What's up, you guys? How you doing? Um, so, we're just going to ask Nigel a couple questions about his new um, BitClout app and just kind of take it from there. So, Nigel, what was kind of your influence behind it? What prompted you to create this in the first place would be my first question. Yeah. So, we've probably haven't shared this much before. So Flick, the company uh, that's behind this app, actually started at the start of 2018. Um, we actually started with the premise that there should be a platform for, like this is what we started with, a platform for creators that they could kind of engage our top, uh, top fans and monetize them. Um, and we worked hard on that initially we actually focused a lot on uh, podcasters who spent all of uh probably 2018 and most of 2019 focused on podcasters um we started to get a lot more traction in sports uh in 2020 um, and then earlier this year 
we discovered BitCloud, and you know, I'll be totally candid. We find it really hard. Um, it is very hard to get people off the existing platforms. It's also very hard to get people to like put their credit card into their phone for like a single use case. Um, and so uh, we started sort of pivoting to sports and we're getting good traction there. But about two months ago, we discovered BitCloud and we went, this is the missing technology. Like this is, this is a platform or a technology we could use that would deliver that vision that allows creators to take them off existing platforms, give them a real incentive. And, and we, if we can build a really good native application for this, that was, that's what we can deliver. Gotcha. Gotcha. So are there other apps under the flick name? And then you guys just kind of utilize that to branch off into BitCloud? Correct. Yes. So there's, there's, there's currently an app in the app store called flick sports. Um, it's, uh, it's a sports chat app, um, where you can watch games, you know, follow live scoring and chat to other fans during the games. Um, particularly strong in soccer. Um, for this new app, we've actually just used the Flick name, so it's it's called Flick, and the tagline is the, the BitCloud app. So, with really quick, I have a quick question. When when you brought this up to your team at Flick, um, mm-hmm. you know, having the the sports chat app, and then coming from um, you, you know, coming from uh, creating FanDuel, uh, and then bringing this up, hey, there's this uh, BitCloud. Um, you know, new protocol, and I think we should build an app here. How, how was it received by the team? Were they all? Did they immediately jump on board, or was it kind of like a? Um, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's a good question. So, um, well, there's two. There's the team, and then there's the board. So the team, um, we just pushed them super hard to get this uh, release out for the start of baseball. Um, and there have been a lot of things we and, and there was a lot of weekend work, a lot of late hours. They literally just had pushed it uh, when I discovered BitCloud and I turned to my co-founder and he was like, he kind of said, you know what, like, I actually would be more interested in this and what we're working on right now. And then like, like two days later, we sort of said, he explored a bit more and he said, let's do this. And they were like, well, should we put two people on it? Should we? And I'm like, you never just put two people on it. Let, let's just go for it. Um, and then, so we kind of, we brought it to the team as a look, that other product's in a good place. We've done a ton of work. We need more data to see how it performs. Let's dive into this for the next, you know, four to six weeks. And there, like, I, there was almost no pushback at all. Um, I think everyone, I think they sort of saw and were inspired, interested in the technical challenge. I, they also saw the use case because we had spent several years trying to make it work. And they knew there was a real user need, and here was a technology that made it. So, so that was straightforward. The board's kind of funnier um, in that uh, we got a really good board. Uh, I, this is my sort of second major company after Fangio, um, and with Fangio, uh, we pivoted as well. We pivoted from a, a online prediction market uh, to Fangio, and so I really the board wasn't that hard because they were kind of like, well, I guess the last one turned into like a multi-billion dollar success story. So, so this one's kind of like, should be okay as well. So they were fine. We did definitely pitch it to them as a, and it's true that we said, look, we're going to give this two months and then we're going to see how it goes. And then, you know, if, you know, if this thing turns into be a disaster, then we've got this other app and we've only lost two months and, and they were pretty chill about that. Um, so yeah, so, but it, it really, 
yeah, it's just like it's important having like investors. You kind of know that you have to be ready to just try new things and see what works. Yeah, I mean, I guess the the credibility that you earned from from Fanduel definitely helped there. That that's awesome. Yeah, it did. Like you know, with Fanduel when we did it, we were like, oh, we're gonna do both products, and like we ran the other product, which was called HubDub, for like another year. Uh, you know, before we like finally had could admit to the board and say like we're we haven't done any work on it in a year, like it's going nowhere. Um, it's nice this time to just say, look, we're gonna do this, run this for two months, and then we're gonna make a decision. That's you know, and then they them to be like totally fine with it. Um, I know that the uh, we've all been kind of messing around with it. Has it fully launched, or is that still coming sometime no. this uh, week? No, so yeah, it, it'll be early early this week. Um, early this week. Uh, yeah, so we're we're very close, um, uh, but we're keep keep your eyes out early this week, and we'll we'll probably launch. And even though this will be a public launch, it's very much a beta. There's you know as you'll notice, you you know you can't buy Bitcoin, you can't buy Crittercoin, you can't send diamonds. Um, and and our intention was that we wanted to be slick for the things that it could do rather than be feature complete at at release. Gotcha, gotcha. I've been enjoying it a ton. It's I like Great. how simple it is, and I for some reason I don't know if anybody else has this problem on mobile, but my view on Bitcloud.com is just like the tiniest thing I've ever seen. So just not having to deal with that is is good for yeah, me. Yeah, like the horizontal scroll problem is it sometimes comes up. Yeah, time. yeah. It's brutal. It's brutal. Um, now I know that it hasn't officially launched yet, but is there any mm -hmm. kind of must-haves for it that you're looking forward to for the future? Uh, sure. Well, so, well, you know, we don't aspire to be like feature complete with BitCloud, but I mean, we don't, we don't look to have everything that's in BitCloud.com. Like they, that's a product that is a, it's kind of like a proof of concept for the whole protocol, whereas we've got our own particular vision, like things like diamonds we want to have in there. Um, I would love to have the ability to buy and sell creator coin. Biggest challenge there will be Apple uh, rules. And so we still have to navigate those. Um, the longer term vision, though, there's really two key elements that we want to have in there. And these are probably weeks, maybe even months off. One is have a completely smooth onboarding flow, including having fiat onboarding. Like, you know, asking somebody when they onboard to like go get Bitcoin, to buy BitCloud, you know, to send BitCloud here. Like, it's just too complicated. We want that to be a really smooth flow where you can enter your credit card and you can get creator coin. That's number one. And then the whole process to be really smooth. The, the second thing that we want to have in there is ex exclusive tiers. So that if I own more than 0.1 of someone's coin, I can get exclusive content from that creator. I can get exclusive experiences. That's something we really want to build in there. So, and you have access to that just right within the app, ideally. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. That's, so that's instead of having to go off to like some other website and then do some authentication link. It is all within the app. Yeah, I mean that's that's amazing. I I know you and I have had a back and or have had discussions about this mm -hmm. probably dating over a month back at this point about yes. uh, the fiat onboarding and what a game changer that would be. I yeah. think that's like the number one barrier to acquiring new users is um, yeah. not that many people even understand Bitcoin. So um, oh, absolutely, that, and you, you know, like when you see people like, how do I buy Bitcoin because they want to buy Bitcoin. You can see there's the desires there, but it's, you know, for people who are in crypto, that's not a problem, but most people are not. And uh, that is such a huge barrier to getting them onto this platform. 
we need to fix that, that they can just turn up with this app, you know, download it, you know, put in their credit card, buy, and I actually even think buy creator coin. Like even, you know, some people will come in because they just want to follow one influencer and then later on they'll learn about the economy. That's kind of the, the flow that we want to create. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the Nacho Average call actually um, the other night, and I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the creator Sandstorm, but she was explaining about her friend onboarding and mm-hmm. how he was having them like this the biggest nightmare issue by the time he even sent his bit, uh, Bitcoin in, uh, which I know this isn't BitClout's fault, but like it, I think he sent fifty dollars in Bitcoin, and when he checked his wallet, he had like a dollar in there. And right. he was upset because it just he he didn't know about that going into it. It wasn't clear. Um, Sandstorm felt bad because she wasn't aware that like the fees were going to be that high, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it it was kind of just um, yeah, just like, a, a terrible the, the experience whole, the for them. Model of, of Bitcoin to buy stuff. Like I knew that like it's been this idea that we're going to use it as a currency. I just paid for the Bitcoin uh, conference in Bitcoin, and it's just like send this kind of rough number to this address and it's like haven't we got better at this so uh, it, like bitcloud in general needs to make it better I, I actually think kind of bitcoin needs to make it better but uh bitcloud um we need to make this process smooth for normal people that you know in time we can get them into cryptocurrency but we've got to demonstrate them a use case first before we say well you have to go through all of these things before you can actually get any benefit yeah, I definitely agree with that. What I mean, I'm fairly new to the DeFi space in general, and that was quite a shock for me, just trying to grab some alts here and there. It was quite the learning experience. I have another yeah. question, mm-hmm. if you don't mind. I know I know the onboarding is definitely a big issue, but also just the kind of experience in general on the platform right now is kind of an issue. Like, do you guys have any plans for global and actually making it enjoyable? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's we, we would have our own goal own global now interestingly we you know we thought a lot about global and we thought well should it be algorithmic should it be like twitter or sorry not twitter um reddit which is like you know top mentions rising that sort of thing the problem is with the algorithmic approach is it's going to be dominated by the current global those are the ones are going to have the most mentions and the most likes and they're also going to be the most gameable so i think in the short run so near term we're going to have the current global medium term. We probably will have our own curated approach, but we are definitely going to prize content that we think is, um, is sort of appealing to new users in particular is interesting, you know, shows a good mix. Like the current curation I find is, I don't, I just, I don't know how they came up with it. <laughs> uh, I've hit global a couple of times is fun, but, we would want it to be, we would try and set up sort of editorial objectives of what the content is. And I think we'd also try and be quite public about what those things are. And, but, and certainly a big part of it is we want people when they come to it and they see, Oh, wow, this is cool stuff. This is rich. I like this content, uh, which is just what I say in global is not that today. And then long-term the vision would be to make it, um, make it AI based. Like, and the master here is TikTok um you know global there is just incredibly good at finding what you like um that's what we would love to do long term but we're a long way off that my uh my favorite uh post that i saw about global uh today was from davidson 
And he said, if crypto keeps dumping, I may unironically start reading the global feed for motivational quotes from Mr. <laughs> That's glorious. <laughs> this is brilliant. I'll go and send some diamonds to that. Oh, God. Uh, gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for having this chat with Nigel. Nigel, thank you so much for your app, too. I tried it myself. Uh, finally, I can send messages and actually get notifications because I think mm -hmm. after uh, the devs rearranged the mailbox, I, I just stopped getting notifications for any messages I ever get. So, yeah, that's godsend. Uh, your app yeah, has yeah, been so, for me. Yeah, we do have, <laughs> so we do have, we do have the notification history in there. We don't have the full app notifications yet. That, that is coming. Um, and that, that's something that we think is another game changer. Uh, still godsend. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for that. Okay, gentlemen, let's invite another. Uh, oh my God, dude. No, dude is not the word. Lad. Another amazing lad with a wonderful accent. Let's talk to Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Good, good. How you doing today, Charlie? I'm, I'm doing well. I've, I've had like a mildly busy Sunday. Um, I reversed in age by um, making my girlfriend's birthday card by hand and like painting it. So apparently that's going to go down well. I, I, I mean, I hope it does anyway. That's incredible. We'll have to see a photo of that later if you don't mind. That's yeah. like, it's especially funny because you're a graphic designer. Uh, so you're better equipped to make a card on the computer than just about anyone else on earth and you decided to paint it you'd, you, yeah you'd think <laughs> it would turn out pretty decent but it's it's horrendous but you know it's a thought that counts of course of course now um i was just going to ask you a few questions if you don't mind we just wanted to kind of know a little bit about what you do outside of uh bitcloud to kick it off when you're not sending pablo escobar memes to andrew and i yeah, um, a lot of my time is sending Escobar memes to you both and roasting you. But um, my day job, um, I, I mean, I am full-time employed. Uh, BitCloud doesn't quite pay the rent yet, but um, I work for a company called Golden, golden.com. Um, it's uh, Anderson Horowitz-backed company. Uh, the founder's British too. Um, it was based in San Francisco, but it's kind of dissipated a little bit since the kind of global shutdown. Um, and it's a, a knowledge base, a canonical knowledge base, kind of like Wikipedia that's self-constructing. So it's, it uses AI um, and machine learning to, to find information online and sort it and, and kind of um, put it into some reasonable order um and then we sell that to enterprises so that, that's my day job i mean i'm the designer product guy so obviously that creeps back into what you see on my profile definitely definitely how long have you been with them i hit a year um about three or four months ago okay good deal um now i know we touched on this a lot earlier in the conversation about the new sidebar 
um, it's no secret Diamond Hands has come out and, and acknowledged that he took influence from you and your idea. What kind of prompted you into making that? Um, it, we know that you, you're kind of known for visualizing these ideas of, of, of new um, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess? Uh, like user experience features. updates and features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I, I actually don't recall what my inspiration was so so my days my weekdays usually start at like 6 a.m i'll i'll grab a coffee smash it into my face and then load up figma and start designing something i what i try to do is post at least one one design for bitcloud a day and who knows what's going to come out of that kind of that 6 a.m haze um so I, I actually don't know what the genesis for that was. I think it I think it might have been a conversation I had with a couple of people the night before. Um, you know, I think arts was one of them and stuff like that. And that I I had sort of had enough of seeing the same eight to ten people in that sidebar. Um, you know, and, and some of them I I don't think I'm alone in saying this, but some of them you just don't know who they are right so like sure you know who elon musk is he's not even sort of relevant on the platform beyond beyond the memes that that, that we see about elon musk and Bit, bitcoin prices crashing and stuff but um the other ones they they were kind of influencers on the platform but but uh, you know like maybe kind of in, new influencers um, because they, they spent a million dollars on their coin and that was never going to budge because no one else can do that, right? So um, I, I was asking a few people, what, what do you think we can do to kind of highlight upcoming people a little bit more? Um, and that, you know, it, it took me basically like 15 minutes, 10 minutes to do it. So it wasn't perfect. Um, I, I think they, they took it away and, and thought about it a lot more because um, I've seen spec docs from Diamond Hands before he sent me one um, and they're definitely more thought out than, than what I put together but that's essentially kind of the, the full package on it. I got gotcha. you. Now I noticed that you, um, you posted about offering your investors a kind of to, to create these pages for them at least one single page per thousand dollars invested. Are those is that like, would that be an example of a page that you would make for one of your investors kind of thing? Is that just kind of how you're incorporating your day job into your BitClout experience? Um, the, the sidebar, I would say, is probably like 25% of one of those screens. Um, but yeah, that, that's essentially it, right? Um, you know, I, since, since I joined BitClout, I've been messaged... 30, 40, 50 times about someone launching a product and needing design help. Um, and it was difficult for me during, you know, all of those conversations to work out who was serious about it, um, who was actually just reaching out to people to, to do free work for them. Um, and, and also like, a, a method for me to say, hey, this is how I want to structure any work that I would do for the product that you're building. Um, 
so so I just did so one morning I just woke up and I I, I thought screw it I'm just gonna put put that up so that it might stem the flow of of some some people asking me to design for them without having any kind of thought or process behind it um so so I think a couple of more serious ones have come through since then which is helpful oh that's good so you have had some people reach out to you in regard to getting some work done yeah since you since you posted that yeah um so we had Olmsted on here at one point to talk in depth about uh Cloudtopoly and mm -hmm. we don't have to get in super depth about it or anything like that is there any updates that you want to give or just anything you want to touch on in regard to that i know we had the uh what was it the green lambo was announced last week i believe shebang won yeah. the spot was that correct he won the blue, uh, blue bentley yeah i mean ah, i'm sorry you, you had to you had to sit through an hour with olmstead um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had to i've had to sit through five years plus of of him in an office so i understand that it can be rough um no but in terms of updates um on the more like progressive side, besides raffles, um, you know, we found the manufacturer, producer, um, she's great. And, um, you know, it's now getting to the point where I'm looking at different holographic foils that are going to be printed on the board that I then print my super rares on top of. Um, so it's actually getting real now. Um, it's pretty daunting, though because I just ha I, I'm sort of leaning on the producer of the game or the manufacturer of the game like a lot right now. And I, I think she thinks I know way more than I do. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to reel that back for, for her and just say like, you know, I, I don't know how these things are done. She might start fleecing me eventually, but, but for now it's going pretty well. So, so we're, we're making progress on actually getting the boards in a place where they might be produced within, you know, the next month or so. So I, I, have, a, I have a quick question. So like looking back to when you and Olm said, you know, decided to do this based on your, I, I guess if I remember correctly, you made a meme about Cloudtopoly and then you're like, wait, this is actually kind of a good idea. So if you think back to that, like, and now like, looking at the foils and, and trying to decide on those is, is this more or less work than you in, anticipated and is it like different it's way more work than i thought um whew, yeah i mean I, I i do the super res um that i post on my on my profile and if you're not familiar with them that they're, they're um they're basically just the single monopoly property piece for, you know, a member of the community. Um, that alone has taken a great deal of time. I have so many of them um, in my design file that actually my computer just slows down if I have it open now. Um, but but I actually don't know how aggressive the, the time sink is going to be when I start getting really into the weeds on the actual producing of the board, I, I can imagine it's going to be a lot, um, a lot more than I ever anticipated just based on the first few conversations. Um, and also I can spin up designs super quickly. I can't make decisions on 
physical board games so, so quickly. Um, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna end up being a very time intensive um, excursion, but I think it's gonna be worth it in the end. I, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty unique for for BitCloud so far to have a a physical a physical game. So I'm excited about it. This is awesome. If you guys need any help with specifically physical board games, I have some connections. Surprisingly, I have a weird life. But if anything, let me know and I'll get you in touch with the people who know about board games. That would be very handy. Also, I can add to your idea that you wanted to move people out of the weekly top 10 and get some more people in there. It's already having an effect. I was late to the call a little bit because I was getting the stats ready for the newsletter. And there's some very, very big sell-offs today on like Elon and a couple of the other top 10 and people just aren't moving that direction anymore. Yeah. And and it it's, um, I, don't, I don't know what impact it's going to have on some of the quasi-influencer types that, that are actually on BitClout. Um, but it seems like their coin prices are holding up somewhat. Um, so that's, that's good. I'm glad because, you know, I don't want to call from like Jake telling me I crashed his price or something like that. But, um, I can I confirm he was not on the list, but you never know. But, you still might get that call. Yeah. It looks like that uh, most sold creator was Elon Musk. And the number two is Ariana Grande in the last 24 hours. Spoil um, alert for tonight's issue. Two two of my very close friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Jordan, do you have some questions to wrap it up for tonight? Um, that kind of wrapped it up with my questions, to be honest. Um, I guess, is there any last kind of words that you wanted to share, Charlie, before we got off? Or is there any, anybody want to ask a question? We did have someone who was raising a hand, but I think they left. <laughs> okay, guys, if anyone has questions to Charlie, please ask away. I have a selfish one. Are you a Photoshop or Illustrator guy? I'm neither. I, I used oh. to use... Yeah, Are you on I Affinity? To, I, I use Figma. Um, oh, okay, okay. Uh, pretty much 100%. I used to use Photoshop, um, but... For work, if you if you're in a distributed team, you yep. can't you can't realistically use Photoshop anymore. Um, and Figma is is I mean they're building their product way smarter than than Adobe ever has or will. So I, I would I would recommend using it if you want. Okay. Uh, now I have a really selfish one. Can we get our cards? I know I know Andrew had a card, but I don't think how actual real it was. If it's going to like the actual physical game, uh, is there going to be a bits today card at least? Um, that is um, actually going to happen. Yeah, um, we had a backroom deal, ASG and I, to have that um, made and on the board. So I, I still have to work out how it's going to work, but um, yeah, we, we'll, we'll make it happen. You're spoiling all the surprises, Alina. 
I'm not spoiling. I'm just worried about myself. Come on. <laughs> now, I, I do have a request. Since I did buy a space on the board, if, if Andrew's going to be on the board, can you make sure I'm as far away from him as possible? It, um, it's not, yeah, I mean, we can, we can leave you off. Oh, let's go. <laughs> no, Olmstead said no refund. <laughs> no refunds, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we can put you like right next to jail. Oh, that, honestly, that sounds about right. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Shirley. Thank you for doing this. Thank you uh, for having me. Thank you for the game, and thank you for joining us tonight. It, it was a pleasure to have you here, and it was a pleasure to see you on the platform, too. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in. Uh, we will be dropping this episode on Spotify, too, so if you want to listen or share with some friends who haven't heard it yet, uh, it was it's going to happen pretty soon. Uh, Jordan caught up with this, so, uh, you know, we're catching up quite, you know, very fast. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Have an amazing evening. Please follow Bits today. Absolutely, totally buy Nick's coin. <laughs> I have to, you know, emphasize it every single episode. Very, very undervalued. So please do follow Bits today. Follow the guys. And we will see you all next week. Uh, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Buy Charlie's coin, too. Get free, des uh, not free designs, but, you know, get great designs that could end up on BitClot.com. That should be the uh, the promo tag. Oh, okay. This is when I end the room. <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.